Hello and welcome to the Clear Cruise Podcast. Now, taking a cruise holiday is the perfect way to relax, unwind and indulge, but it's also the ideal environment for some self-love, some focus on the mind, body and soul. But how can you make real improvements to yourself and increase your wellness on a cruise? Andy spoke with cruise YouTuber and travel expert, Tips for Travellers, Gary Bembridge. Enjoy. So delighted to be joined by Gary. This isn't your first time on a podcast, either, is it? You're, um, no, you're I, on it more than I am. Yeah, almost. I think, <laughs> I think it's probably the third time, I think. Well, thanks for coming back. Thank you. For those who don't know, they will maybe know you through your YouTube channel or some of the work you do on social media. So why don't you tell us what you do for the industry? So, I mean, I, my main focus is YouTube. Yeah. So um, I now have... As of today, about eighty-eight thousand followers. Wow! But it grows, you know, four thousand a month, so it's going really fast. I get between nine hundred and fifty thousand and a million views a month, with an average watch time of five minutes. So, so I think that's you know, answer to the question, what do I do? I think it's getting a lot of the message out about cruising, Um, and a lot of that's first time to cruise. A lot of it's around people wanting to try new types of cruising, like river or expedition. Um, and a lot of it's just general cruising tip stuff. So it's kind of first time, second time, and even diehards. And, and so as a result of that, do you spend a lot of your time on ships and videoing? And... Yeah, the good news is yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I do, I do a lot. I get asked to go on ships a lot, and I go on uh, quite a lot by myself yeah. as well. So yeah, it's, a, it's, it's addictive, isn't it? The more you do, the more you want to do. It is. It absolutely is. And this is, this is a reasonably recent thing. It's not something you've been doing for 20, 30 years or something. It's... It's a relatively recent phenomena, if you like. Yeah, I mean, I started my YouTube channel right back in 2006 when it, yeah. YouTube first started, but I only really focused on it since I kind of retired from full-time work. So it's really the last three years, two to three years, really. So that's a lot of growth in a really yes, short yeah, space yeah. of time. Um, and if they want to find your YouTube channel? It's Tips for Travellers. So just youtube.com slash tips for travellers. There we go. We'll get those those rates up even higher. Great. Uh, some great videos on there. Um, and I guess, uh, and we're here to talk about Cruise Month because one of those trends that we're seeing in cruise, and there's lots of things happening in cruise, is around wellness. Um, and it is a growing trend, I guess, for the whole travel market, but something that's easily absorbed by cruise. So it's, as you say, you've been doing this for, for, for a few years. So is it a trend that you've noticed? I mean, definitely, it's it's definitely a trend I've I've seen. I mean, I'm seeing if I look at the questions I get asked or the comments, right. for example. So, which I get a lot of on on YouTube and obviously on other social media. But I get lots of questions around, uh, you know, things like food. What's the food like? If I want to eat healthily, how can I eat healthily? Is the vegetarian? Is the vegan? All that kind of stuff around diet. There's always lots of questions around, you know, what is there to do on board? I'm kind of active. And you know, most of my audiences tend to be older, it's sort of 45 plus, you know, 70% of my audience is 45 plus. But that whole baby boomer and whatever generation of which I'm one are very active. So they're yes. always like, you know, for example, I was on, I'll give you an example, I was on the Saga, in the new Saga ship recently. Yeah. One of the most asked questions I got is, what is the gym like? Oh, really? So, you know, not what's the ship like, it was like, yeah. what is the gym like? Because, you know, that's, that, that was a decision-making factor. So lots of questions about, what is, you know, what is that, that like? And then I also get quite a lot of questions around more enrich, I guess what we'd call more enrichment yeah. side, you know, what are the lectures like, what right. are the, and, and I sort of bundle in that a little bit of the excursion stuff as well. People often ask like, what am I going to do on board? Yeah. 
So, so, so and we'll go through those different areas. Um, but I guess the first thing I would say, as someone who's cruised a bit, is actually just taking a cruise holiday can be can boost your wellness because sea air and the chance to really relax because everything's done for you. So taking a cruise holiday can boost your wellness in itself. Definitely, I mean, I think you know, when you look at what people talk, how people talk about cruises, they talk about switching off, unwinding, yeah. de-stressing. Because you're right, because once you've gone through all the hassle of getting on board, you know, the, the security yeah. checks and whatever, once you're in your cabin, you've unpacked and then you're done. You're done. <laughs> and then you're right, you know, your cabin's just coming in a couple of times a day, whatever you want to eat, however well you want to eat, you don't have to think about it. So I think definitely that sense of being able to switch off, relax, de-stress, unwind, you, mm. you can do, or you can be as active as you want, right. which for some people, I guess, as well. But yeah. yeah. True. And I guess it also helps explain why sailing out of the UK on a holiday on a cruise holiday is also uh, growing in popularity because it means you're relaxing sooner, I guess. I think definitely, and also the advantage you have with some of the sailing out of the UK, particularly if you go into the Med, you, know, if you, don't, you have two, three days, right. sea days often. Yeah. So you do have a chance to literally switch off your phone and just chill because yeah. you're on the ship and you can just unwind. I think particularly, I see a lot with people with families mm. as well, they talk a lot about that, the fact that you know they can get their kids settled, sorted in the kids club, making yeah. friends, and they can then relax even yeah. more because their kids are kind of being looked after and made friends. That's true. And I guess if the kids are happy, then the parents exactly. are more relaxed yeah. and yeah. enjoying themselves. Let's talk through some of the things you mentioned. We'll start with food because actually, uh, again, a growing trend is around healthy food and a healthy diet, but also around the vegan vegetarian side of things. And that is something that we should recognize as growing uh, so in terms of the food choices, what kind of things, for those people who haven't cruised, what kind of things does that choice allow? I mean, the thing I think with cruising, particularly if you're going on a big, biggish, yeah. or even a medium size, even a small actually, think about all cruise things, <laughs> is, is you know, there's always huge amounts of choice, yeah. whether it's style of dining, whether you want formal dining, you know, at a dining room, or whether you want a buffet or you want room service. So there's sort of, you have choice. Yeah. So it's not like you have set menu. I know on some of the river cruises, they tend to have more set menus, smaller menus, because the kitchens are smaller. Sure. But the advantage you have is you can choose how you want to eat. So um, there's huge amounts of, of choice. The other thing that's I think also very important, particularly from a wellness perspective, is if you do have any dietary issues mm -hmm. or concerns, you know, so I'm vegetarian, for example. Right. So you know, they, there's always a vegetarian option, but I know if you talk to the maitre d', Normally, they will get very excited actually and create you know bigger menus or options really? for you. So if you're quite a fussy eater, you can actually eat quite well. Whereas if you go to a restaurant, you know, if you're on the land base and you go yeah. to restaurants, it's much more difficult to, to to do that. Whereas actually, the cruising industry has become really used to because they're churning through so many meals and so many yeah, permutations. Yeah. They're very good at creating specific mm -hmm. menus for you. But I think the big thing is just the the volume of choice that, that yeah. you have, and also because of the way they work, the way, you know, because the logistics is food is so carefully designed to be fresh. So it's either, yeah. you know, loaded in yeah. uh, regularly or it's brought in and they have a whole system around making sure food is, yeah. is fresh. Yeah, and it was interesting on one of the cruises I did where someone told me as they were making a very healthy choice at breakfast, they said they almost saw the cruise as being a spa break, a, a complete spa break because of those choices that they have and they could choose you know, fresh fruit and yogurts and things for breakfast and then make healthy, you know, healthy salad at lunch, etc., etc. So that choice does mean it appeals to people who are looking for wellness. But even, I mean, even very specific to that is most cruise lines will have a spa menu mm. at lunch and at, at, at yeah. dinner. So they will have specific menus, you know, low salt, low fat, 
calories, all that sort of stuff. So that's you know that's pretty easy, pretty easy to do. You can eat really badly on a cruise, but you can eat phenomenally well on a cruise. And I actually find um, when I go on a cruise, it's much easier to eat well. Yeah. Um, you know, when I go on land-based stuff, I eat really badly because, you know, if you go into restaurants, you end up eating bad things or eating more than you need to. Whereas on a cruise, you kind of, I find you just get into more of a rhythm. Yeah, and many people might be surprised by that, but actually you're right. I think those healthy choices in food are really, really uh, obvious to many people once they've cruised because they see the choice and they see the availability. But the, the image of cruising is, you know, it's all about indulgence, which of course yeah. you can do because right. it's within your fare, you know, obviously specialty dining as well, but largely... But all, as much food as you want to eat, if you want to eat 24 hours a day, is included in your fare. So yeah. you, but, and I think a lot of the publicity or the, the stereotype of, of cruises about binging and eating really badly, but actually you don't, you're <laughs> equally okay to not to. Yes. Right? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think some of the dining, some of the options on cruise ships today are better than you get on a land-based, certainly on a land-based holiday, but actually better than you get in some cities in, yeah. in the UK or in Western Europe because, you know, you're seeing places that wouldn't ordinarily be available to you. So uh, so food is important. I think if we move to the second area, which is kind of that fitness part of it, uh, I think one of the things that appeals to me about a cruise is that the gym is on in the same building as you're cruising and it's a couple of floors up or a couple of floors down and therefore it's ultimately really readily available. I think the great thing about the gym is and, and the whole fitness approach on cruises is they understand there's a huge spread of interest from your diehard gym goer through to someone who actually just wants to burn some calories because they're on a cruise. Right. So so they, they have the gym which are normally very well uh, set up and stocked and they are even using that side example if you're catering for the 50 plus audience you have to have even yeah. good facilities for that audience. But actually you'll find they do, most cruisers will do everything from, you know, walking around the promenade deck if they've got that, a walking, a walking yeah. you know, a community walking thing through to Pilates, yoga, Zumba, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, if you've got a princess cruise, they do it in the big atrium so everyone can kind of join in. Yeah. Um, but, so there's a wide range of classes and depending on the cruise you're on, you know, normally at least half or more are included within your fare. So it's not even not necessarily having to to, to spend uh, on stuff. And I've done stuff on cruises which I haven't tried before, like water aerobics and uh, all that sort of stuff. You know, so there's a lot of chance to try new exercise yeah. stuff uh, as well. And most of them run classes or personal trainers or yes. and things like that, which is great. And they all and the fitness center will normally run talks. Now some of them are party to sell stuff as well, but they'll normally run class classes around posture, you know, diet, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I just said very much. Uh, so, so there's normally those kind of classes and, 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 and stuff as well. I think also what's really important if you go on a river cruise, for example, is most many of the river cruise companies will have bicycles, which yeah. you can use yeah. as well. I mean, some of the smaller cruise lines will have that as well, but it's kind of difficult for bigger yeah. ships. But you know, increasingly they will have you know, walking sticks and you know, there's Nordic walking yeah. Uh, yeah. things which and I've bicycles. Done. No, I've never done okay. either. I, I can't see the point of them, but, but apparently they're good. Apparently they're very good, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, and I did a river cruise from Bordeaux last year, and actually I was surprised when I got back that I'd spent at least two days cycling. Yes, uh, yeah. Which is so easy to do on a river trip, and, and a great way to see some of the scenery around yeah. you. I mean, the other thing, so, sort of linked to this, actually being on a cruise, I think probably for a lot of people, end up doing more exercise. Because if you're on a medium or large size ship, you'll be surprised if you track your yeah. steps, how yeah. much steps you're doing just walking around the ship. Yeah. If you do the good thing of going up and down the stairs rather than the elevator, 
uh, you, you're burning, you know, yeah. steps, uh, yeah. not burning steps, you're building in yes. uh, steps, etc. So, um, and even just, you know, walking around the ports and stuff. So from a wellness, even a cruise, if I'm just, if you do walk much, much yeah. more. And actually I find that um, when I cruise that the ship will often pull into a port city. Um, and if you're not doing an excursion, actually getting off the ship and walking around the port city is, is, a, is another way of being really active. Um, and some of my favourite cities are those that I've just kind of wandered off. And yeah, and sort of got slightly lost and yeah. stumbled across stuff. Yeah, <laughs> um, But excursions also are changing. And I, and I think one of the things we, I recognise from the cruise industry is how much effort and thought goes into creating excursions uh, for both ocean and river. Um, but activity is often at the heart of it, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I think that I think even in the years that I've been cruising, which is probably like twelve or so, yeah. fourteen years I've been cruising, is it's gone from you know when you went through the excursion list, it was panoramic bus yeah. tours, yeah. into it's now it's hiking, cycling, um, kayaking. Yeah. You know, there's always that huge amount of of choice of excursions, and um, you know, it's now you can actually go on an, a very active. Again, it can be from very active to medium yeah. to to low but I think there's definitely been a, a trend and I think one of the places I've seen that not only in this ocean but also in river yeah. uh, you've seen a huge shift um, it, you know some cruise lines are now of course pushing that so you know like Amal Waterways I guess uh, yeah. well, they have dedicated wellness people on yes. board and their excursions they do push very much are the much more active side uh, and so it's not an age thing as well because you know I, I on some of those river cruises or some of the expedition cruises I've been on you know, there's 70 year olds and you know 10 years older than me yeah. like zooming up the hill <laughs> thinking i'm quite fit you know in their wake so yeah. it's it, it's it, from an excursion perspective absolutely there's this huge choice but again if you want to do the quiet if for you wellness is you know sitting on a bus you yeah. can do that as well yeah yeah um and it's interesting you mentioned expedition cruising because actually that style of cruising does lend itself to a more active day as well doesn't it absolutely yeah absolutely i mean i think yeah, for an expedition you do Kind of almost need to do a bit of training to, to be ready for it if you really want to take advantage of it particularly because yeah. you know, there is a lot of hiking yeah. i mean it's obviously sitting on uh, rib boats and stuff but if you really want to go to and see the incredible stuff you can see wildlife or whatever you know being able to hike up hills and stuff yeah. is, is a big part of it uh, we've talked a lot about wellness as if it's based on activity but of course activity is one of those choices that people can make and sometimes it's great for for people's relaxation to be really active but that does but a cruise doesn't necessarily mean you have to be active so spas and spa areas on ship is again is, is a huge part of certainly the new ship builds um have you been impressed by the spas that you've seen on, on ship yeah i mean the thing that has struck me is every time i go to a new ship is the spa area is getting bigger and bigger and bigger yeah, yeah. and you know the, the the range of what they do in the spa is getting bigger and bigger, bigger. but not only from that sort of traditional you know spa treatment stuff facials and massages but also those i can never pronounce this word the thoracic pool there you go <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the heated pool, the pool bubbling pool area you know that area has grown but also then you know the, there's the pampering stuff the hairdressing yeah. and the Nails and all that stuff. So it's it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And I guess I guess because it's demand and I guess yeah. it's revenue generation yeah. as well. But that you know every time you go on a ship, it's bigger. It, it's bigger. Um, and you know and again even more diverse because now 
when you go on, you'll find you can do acupuncture on a lot of yeah. stuff. Uh, you can often do some osteo stuff, some physio. So it's even that side of, of, of wellness. And then have you stayed in a spa suite, which is gives you that easier access to some of the facilities? I've only not, no, I haven't. I did it once on, uh, the closest I've been is on an MSC where they, they have their yacht club where you go straight yeah. down into the, the yeah. spa area. But I haven't, on some of the ships, I haven't stayed in the, the spa suite. But it's an interesting development. It's a very interesting, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because um, also a lot of them have their own, some of them have their own restaurant link to that as well, yes. where they really, you can really get the whole hog if you want to. Um, you mentioned uh, some of the spa areas and actually for me, the spa areas have grown beyond the spa in so much as you can now get private cabanas or, or private areas yes. on ships. And yeah. those are amazing. Spaces. Yeah, I really like those. Those are, those are really nice. And they, they are getting nicer and nicer where, again, I guess if you have someone in a suite, you have access to them, the spa yeah. suite. But but some of them just have, I guess they call them the retreat, which says everything about what yeah. they are. And they are kind of particularly on big ships and you want to get away from noise and, and you know, the, the more party atmosphere pools, you can go to those very quiet spaces. And many of them have butler service. And yeah. Many of them have, I mean, some of them are beautiful. Yeah, very. And very. a nice way to unwind, particularly on a sea day, I guess. Yes. Um, you see, now I just want to be in one of those <laughs> places. But... Um, we should talk about another element of enrichment, which is some of the uh, lectures and some of the things that, because enrichment is very much mind, body, soul. So I guess for the for the mind, um, but the programs now offered by cruise lines is exceptional. Isn't it? Yeah, and uh, for me as a cruiser, I love that whole enrichment area. For me, the, the things I mean, which cruise ships have always done, and most cruise ships do, is the speakers. Yeah. And now because it's become quite an attractive thing to do. They have bigger and bigger names and more and more, I think they have more and more interesting people because talking on a cruise ship is not seen as a strange thing to do. It's, yeah. it's a big, you know, it's, it's um, it seems a very acceptable uh, thing to do. So you, you're always going to, on most cruise lines or many cruise lines, you're going to have really interesting speakers uh, talking about, every, you know, politics, history, yeah. arts, whatever. The other thing that I like is more and more cruise lines are doing like what kind of learning stuff. So particularly in the photography area, which I'm oh, yeah. interested in, a lot of cruise lines now, in the older days, the, the Photoshop was a place to sell photographs. But more yeah. and more, now with technology, they don't, yeah. they're, they're converting the space into other things. So a lot of cruise lines now have the, you know, people who run photography courses and trainings, and they'll run little sessions where they critique your photographs or go out in a specific excursions. So I think that's really, really interesting. And, and some, you know, and I've seen more and more cruise lines starting to adopt that. I've noticed other stuff when I'm looking at cruises I'm doing next year, I've noticed a lot of even sort of, you know, it used to be started in more the expedition premium end, but yeah. I'm noticing it's like more and more cruise lines are starting to, to offer that kind of stuff. Then, you know, then there's most cruise lines, again, you'll have craft classes or, I mean, what's so interesting with the new Saga ship, they've actually got a whole craft area now specifically because yes, it's taken true. off but most cruise lines have been on their own craft classes and um you know learning how to make things or whatever so i think it's a really really interesting area particularly as you mentioned if you're for sea days it's a great sea yes. days opportunity yes. to yes. kind of learn something new yeah because not everybody you know if the weather's good not everybody wants to be by the pool some people want to be keeping active in and, their mind and it always amazing when you go and look at you know whether it's bridge classes or that those things are really popular yeah. a lot of people go to those I've never, I, I wouldn't know bridge. It's not a game I've ever played. No, I, and I keep feeling I should do because it's, I just see how many people go to it. But then they become addicts and they're there every day playing. <laughs> um, and culinary schools linked to that, yes, something very yeah, similar, yeah, really popular yeah, now. Yeah. Uh, a great way to learn to, and you know, some really good chefs now offering um, some of those classes as well. Um, have you, have you been, is there a memorable speaker that you've listened to or someone that you've 
um, heard during a cruise that... I mean, there's been so many. I mean, some of the most interesting ones have been kind of unexpected ones. So I've been to people like Celia Emery, for example, who's really entertaining and, and really, yeah. really funny telling all the stories. But actually, probably some of the more interesting ones were by there was like a retired police officer that had investigated things like the, you know, big robberies like the Brinksmack oh, robbery yeah. and the Hatton Garden uh, stuff. Those are really interesting because they're things that you just, you know, you know the headlines, you know the best yeah. gist, but actually, learning about how they went around that whole process. So that's what I mean, it's kind of things you would not normally pick up a book and read or, you know, read an article about, but sure. there's kind of interesting yeah. things. So. It's great that it's offered. Um, and I always think when I come back from a cruise and, and I travel and I stay in a few hotels in my time, but you can't compare a hotel's offering in this area to a cruise ship because they just don't offer this breadth of, of wellness products. Uh, and many of the gyms in hotels are appalling. Yes. If they have them. Yes, I mean, often, I guess, because in hotels, it gets, you know, four or five star, whatever the rating is. Yeah. It, you've got to tick certain marks, you've got to have a spa, you've got to have a, yeah. a, whatever. But yeah. you're right, it's, you know, generally speaking, I agree that on, on the ship, you know it's going to be good. Yeah. Do you find that a lot of your, uh, your YouTube viewers are surprised when they come back from a cruise by how much wellness and choices they have on board? Um, I don't know because they they, they, don't they, don't just, they normally ask people ask me all the questions before they do things. Okay. And they're not as good as telling you back they afterwards. Tell you afterwards. I know. So good. so, but I mean, based on the amount of questions I've got, you know, often with those things, you know, if people don't say anything, they're happy. Yeah. Is, is often yeah. the thing. So so, um, uh, based on the amount of questions I get, and then people going on stuff, I assume yeah. they've they've enjoyed because they'd soon come back and tell me if they didn't like it. <laughs> um, Another area we should talk about, which is linked to wellness, but probably not a bit loosely, which is accessibility. Yeah. Um, so is that something you get a lot of questions? I do. About? I get lost a lot of questions about accessibility, probably more related or especially related to things like river cruising, right. slightly more, you know, expedition cruising or even places like Alaska and, and, and stuff like that. Um, and so I do get a lot of questions around that. And, and what's interesting that the questions are more around how active can I be when I've got accessibility issues? So it's, right. it's interesting. It's not about, you know, do they have accessible cabins right. because they can look in a brochure and see sure. that. They're more interested as like, I, you know, I, I struggle to walk long distances. I want to go on a river cruise or I want to go to Alaska. Can I do it? So I get lots of questions, interestingly, as a link to that kind of the wellness side. So the active side of being, uh, having accessibility challenges. And, and you said most of your viewers are uh, of a, you know, over 45 plus. Um, but this kind of interest in being active and, and the wellness issue isn't just an older person's issue, is it? It's something that we're certainly we're seeing millennials want to experience things and do things rather than be very passive. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think it's definite, it's definitely a huge, huge trend everywhere you look. Um, so, uh, so thank you for all of those insights into wellness. It's really interesting subject because it's not, in my view, it's not something pe the, the main reason people book a cruise, but it suddenly becomes a really interesting part of taking a cruise, doesn't it? I think it absolutely does. I mean, also, if I just look for myself, I mean, yeah. I'm lucky enough because of what I do, you know, I maybe go on a cruise 15 times or, or more a year. Okay. Um, and, you know, but I can exercise, I can eat well, you know, I'm not a big, you know, I haven't piled on huge amounts of weight and I feel kind of fit because I can do, I know when I go on a cruise, yeah. Whereas when I go on my land land based vacations, like I know I'm going to pile, like you know, I know I pile on pounds and yeah. don't exercise as much because to your point earlier, it's not all just there on hand. What well, what do you find the most beneficial to your mind, body, and soul? Would that be an, a river cruise where it's smaller, more intimate, but 
potentially less facilities and less choice or on some of the bigger ships where you do get that wider choice? I'm a huge fan of ocean, partly because the choice. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 love, I love river cruising. River, river cruising is incredibly active, actually. Yeah. So if, if you want to be really active, you know, when I look at how many steps I do on a river cruise, because most excursions are walking yes. or hiking or cycling. Yeah. So I know when I go on a river cruise, it's going to be work, you know, <laughs> very active. Yeah. I mean, obviously you can decide not to do that. Sure. But, um, you, you know, I, I love ocean cruising. I love being at sea. I love that. And do you, do you have a favorite destination or are you allowed to have a favorite destination? Um, I do have a favorite destination. <laughs> um, it's, I mean, in, in practice, for me, the most fabulous place in the world is Antarctica, without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah, that looked amazing. Yeah, yeah. And um, was that active? Is that a place you can be active yeah, in? Yeah, I mean, it, it's because you. I mean, you do. You go out. I mean, first of all, you've got. To, you know, you're going out climbing onto RRBs. You're out on RRB boats, yeah. doing whale. You know, looking at whales or whatever. But then you are getting off. On land, it's covered in ice because it looks like snow, but it's ice. You know, okay. it's really, it's, and you're hiking up huge hills. Oh, uh, I mean, I found some of them quite scary. But as I was saying, there's other people like marching up because you're going up really slippery, you know, um, hills. So it's very, very active. It was, yeah, it's great. And does that attract a certain type of cruiser, that itinerary? It, it, I, I mean, it attracts people who either. Have, to be honest, have money or have spent a lot of time saving up because it's an expensive trip. So okay. when people go, they go because they know it's probably that they're going to go once in their yeah. life. So it's it's in terms of types and ages, it's very very diverse, and it does attract people who are are, are pretty active because you have to be kind of active um, mm. and just have an interest in you know uh, the environment and wildlife. You know, if there was any people would be out on deck all day pretty much looking for wildlife because you know, yeah. they're really passionate because if you're going to go all the way to Antarctica you're probably not going to sit in your cabin on the spa it's that's not true. that sort of that's kind true. of excursion but I mean I still love I mean I love the Caribbean I love beaches and stuff so I still love that but my favorite is Antarctica <laughs> definitely and then, well the nice thing about a beach holiday if you go to places like the Caribbean for example or some of the Mediterranean islands is that opportunity to walk along a beach which, exactly which is great exercise absolutely yeah I I think I got fitter on my last beach holiday just from walking up and down yeah. beaches yeah. a lot. Um, and the other thing about some of the beach destinations and places in the Caribbean and Alaska is they have added, the destination has added all of these excursions and experiences that you wouldn't think of. So zip lining seems to yeah. be really popular. And water parks. And yeah. I love water parks. Yeah. So a lot of places are starting to introduce water parks. I mean, particularly in the Caribbean, some places in the Med, which is, I guess, partly to also cater for families. I guess as well, so you can get your kids out and active and stuff because they don't want to go on the more historic or whatever excursions. Uh, but as you say, it's about choice. Some people are quite happy to sit, read a book, do yeah. very little. Um, and that's the great thing about And one of the reasons why families, multi-generational families and groups like it so much because you, everyone is catered for. Uh, where's your next trip? You've got something lined up. Yeah, so my, my next trip is, is a completely new one for me, which is exciting, which, is a, 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 which was across Europe on a, one of their hotel barges in France. Stay, so, and they look amazing because they're, they're quite small numbers of guests. Yeah, there's twenty a maximum of 22 guests, okay. crew of five. And um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it because I don't, I have no, I mean, I've, I've been on one before just to tour at the River okay. Cruising Conference last right. year. Last year in Paris, yeah, we had it was yes. one of the yes, one of the right. Europe barges yes. were there, which is what made me really interested in trying right. it. Um, and yeah, so that's my next trip. No spa really. on board, no gym on board. <laughs> no, they do have they do have bicycles, so they? they do have a, a hot tub. And the advantage is because it goes quite slow, you cruise half the day, 
and because it goes relatively slow, you can actually just get off and either walk, hike, uh, or cycle, and sort of, you know, when it gets to lots of stops, you can get. So you can actually, even on the cruising days, apparently you can be active. You'll have to come back and tell us all about it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Oh, definitely. Well, have a great trip, and Thank thanks you. for joining us today. Thank you. So that's all from us this week. Thanks to Gary for returning to the podcast almost a year since his first appearance on the show. You can find Gary on YouTube by searching for tips for travellers. And of course, you can let us know your thoughts on this week's podcast, as always, by using the hashtag ClearPod. That's C-L-I-A-P-O-D. Thanks for listening. My name's Toby Cruz, and I'll see you next week. Happy cruising.